everyone, and welcome to tonight's episode of Triggered. I'm your host, Zachary Clark, and you all know my co-host, Adam Furman. Adam, how are you doing tonight? Not good, Zach. Not good? What's wrong? <clears throat> I come home, and I found out that one of my children thought that one of the curtains was a, quote, parachute. And they hung on the curtain and ripped the curtain right out of the window. Not good. Not happy. Hmm. Well, you know, sometimes uh, things like that happen, buddy. Particularly when you're coming to you live from a gorilla nest deep in the African Congo. Maybe the child was just Red Verning. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know if, uh, if monkeys know about parachutes. But... Oh, they know about more stuff than you might realize, my friend. But we'll get into that! <laughs> uh, but first, we have... Let me see. Let me check. Let me see. Click... Oh, that's it from the scatter scatter radio five four three two Broadway Street. Wait, hold on a second. It's already through me. I think this is fake. Maybe hold on. Five four three two Broadway Street. <laughs> Male punching signs in parking lot. QPD on scene. Fight season continues, but it's turned ugly, friends. It's gone against the infrastructure again. <laughs> We've got our first sign Where attack of the that? year. It's got to be out there past Walmart. It's probably Walmart. Past Walmart. Walmart's on 48th Street, isn't it? I don't think so. I don't know. Anyway, I thought this was a brutal sign of the times. People can't even abide <laughs> signs. Sign of the times. <laughs> <laughs> Intended. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up we got 
Patient escaped from Blessing Hospital, last seen running north, wearing orange scrubs. QPD en They're fleeing from the hospital. I'm guessing this was the mental health ward, but if you see a person sprinting, wearing orange scrubs, maybe offer them a nice ice-cold beverage. They're probably a little famished after escaping the hospital and its draconian <laughs> treatment methods. Yes. <laughs> pretty hot outside so they'll probably be hydrated very hot today uh, but this is just the sign apparently in Quincy we're a little maladjusted this last week because our final thing comes to us uh, from 8th in Ohio where a female was trying to run a mail over with a vehicle QPD in room yep, oh my god starting here, Zach. It's only gonna get worse. We've got vehicular <laughs> attempted murder. We've got fleeing mental health patients. We've got sign attacks. There must be something in the air, Adam. I just, I sense it. I sense oh, yeah. it. You wait. You wait. The papers on Monday are gonna count all the, like the violence in Chicago and stuff. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah. What was Too it bad. last week? Like forty-eight people or something. I think 21 died. Yeah. 48 must have been shot. It's bad. What that one guy say that got in trouble? Called it Chirac or something like that? Because it was like more people were what dying. Do you mean in trouble? People have been saying that for like 20 years. Yeah, well, I think, like, I don't know, maybe it was a number of years ago, someone got some heat. Because they were like comparing it in Chicago to a war zone, man. They're like, no, it's a wonderful city. It's just great. No, everyone's. It's you can tell it's a midwestern city, Adam, because it's just different. It's like the people there are nicer and you know more homespun than in those coastal cities like Los Angeles or New York. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I can't speak to New York or anything, but uh, I don't think that the people from <laughs> your your average LA or would be would would be able to adjust well to Chicago. I don't know. I heard uh, that spoken to me one time. Someone said that they really liked Chicago. It was their favorite city, and I said, I hate it. <laughs> I hate all of them. It's, uh, it, it was the dean smell. of our law school. She was trying to make small talk, and I waited in on her about how much cities blow. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, you walk through Chicago and you're like going down the street and you're like, oh man, it smells so uh, a chocolate shop, a fresh chocolate thing. And then you turn the corner and it smells like poop. I don't know. It's like. There's this. The, uh, the, the cool thing is the. Uh, uh, I remember a field trip when I was in high school. We did like a Chicago River architecture. And that was kind of. Chicago River architecture? Well, you were from up north, so it's probably a little easier. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's open for anyone who visits there. There was a confectionery shop that someone got me a gift from one year. They sold uh, popcorn and nuts, like roast nuts and caramel corn and stuff. It's called Nuts on Clark. It's on Clark Street. And it's my last name. It was fun. It was a fun gift from the city of <laughs> Chicago. And I was like, 
Thanks. It's a gift. Was it good? <laughs> it was okay. It was average. I could taste a hint of Chicago in there, and I didn't like it. You could taste the poo. Oh, that's probably <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, but, you know, uh, communities, insular communities, they all have their own cultures, Adam. And sometimes what you want to do is you want to exclude people from that. People that you don't think belong there. Yeah. Like the I African Hebrews. Exclude. Oh, no, that's not what I was, <laughs> I was thinking. Like, I will self-exclude myself from Chicago. Yeah. No problem. Uh, oh, but Israel is to deport dozens of African Hebrews who have emigrated to Israel. And for those of you on the line that don't know, African Hebrews subscribe to a theory uh, that, I believe it was... The descendants of Ham from the Bible actually went to Africa and started a uh, civilization there, and that all the other Jewish folk were wiped out, but not this lone tribe in Africa. And they survived, and they are the true chosen people, the one remaining tribe of Israel on earth. Oh wow! Uh, I uh, that's interesting. It's highly contested. Uh, a lot of people think it's super fake, but these uh, these uh, African Hebrews say that they should have the right to return, like uh, all the other diaspora of Jews around the world. But Israel says, "Nah, son, you you ain't us," and they don't let them. They don't let them in. And when I was doing a little looking on this, I came across another interesting sect, similar thing. And it's called British Israelism, or Anglo-Israelism. Oh. And uh, it's same deal. Lost 13th tribe of Israel uh, actually went to the UK... Britain, and they founded uh, the British civilization, and uh, they are actually the one true remaining and solely remaining tribe of Israel, the chosen people of the Lord. Interesting. I'm guessing they also do not have a right to return. Uh, <laughs> it was weird. <laughs> Because, uh, like, we were talking about this, I'm like, missed opportunity for those Israelis. Because they could just uh, start supporting these uh, quote-unquote Israelites from these lost tribes around the world. Bring them under the Israelite control. Yeah. Spread, spread Israelism. Yeah, it's uh, I I didn't obviously I haven't done much research on that uh, as far as <clears throat> African Hebrews versus Black Hebrew Israelites versus what you mentioned with the, uh, the Anglo Israelism because uh, you know, I don't know what do they <laughs> how closely do they hold to the Tanakh and the practices rituals or sacrifices if any. Well, plainly, well, 
You're right. It's a flying <laughs> a drone attack. Army. And it's a, I think it was Mothra. Oh. Well, it could be. They escaped from the films. Oh, it's just a stupid housefly. Ah. Oh, no. Uh. Random. And I don't know how it all works. Can you become Jewish if you aren't a Hebrew? Uh, yes, you can. How does that work? Uh, there's, a, well, at least uh, in the Bible, it mentions about how there's certain things that foreigners could have to do to be adopted into the nation of Israel. I'm not entirely sure about that. Uh, I know circumcision is one of the things. But I don't know what they would do. Like, I, and this is like, I don't know what the nation of Israel would do or would have or require currently, as far as to be, uh, like a citizen of Israel. But yeah. you asked if you could be like Jewish, so I don't know if you mean like start like religiously. Yeah, I don't Judaism. know. Here, here's the thing that people people confuse and they don't understand is it like. Jewish is like is a race and also a race ethnicity and also uh, religious uh, practice too. So, I mean, I don't know. Right. Obviously, a person can't change their genetic code, but if you want to be like accepted into their like the nation, I guess be. That's what I'm saying. I don't know how it works. I'm saying because people. I don't know. People do that all the time. You see, you see, there's historical accounts of people going into. There's an outsider, but they're adopted to the culture for one reason or another. Yeah, I, I know that Israel has a right to return from the diaspora, right? So if you're Jewish, and I don't know what kind of Jewish, then you can you know head back there and you can move to Israel. I don't know if it's uh, you have to be a racial uh ethnic jewish person i don't know how you prove that or if you have to be a religious jewish person or like maybe a combination of both well i don't know and uh, then to the extent that you have to be just a religious jewish person i don't know why you would exclude the african israelites the african hebrews if they're practicing yeah. judaism Correct. Different in so like African Hebrews that you mentioned. Those are like the, uh, is it like the that group of people in like Ethiopia or or, or something? I can't. I didn't read the article. But. I think it's the same as the Black uh, Israelites in oh, America. Oh, it's different. It's That's same different because I do know that I do know that there's like a there's like a group of uh, people in the like, I want to say it's Ethiopia who have like a. Uh, like historical accounts of straight up practice Judaism over 1500 years you know so um, but to your point like would that qualify it I mean it's a subset of the Jewish religion yeah that's what I'm saying it's weird wouldn't, wouldn't they have earned it rather than uh it's something that just started in like 1960 or whatever the uh, with the Black Hebrew Israelites. Yeah, could be like what if what if I just decided that okay, I like Jesus and everything, but 
for whatever reason, I'm Jewish now. <laughs> Could I just move to Israel and say I'm a Jew? What's up, my oh, brothers? There's the. Oh, what are those? There's the. I'll think about it probably after the episode is done. There's the, <laughs> the Messianic Jews. I think that's yeah. it. Messianic Jewish. Uh, so it's like you're. Uh, but that might be more of like an ethnic. Uh, or like you are genetically or, you know, ethnic Jew, and but also you believe that Jesus Christ is the Messiah and the Christ. So, yeah. yeah. I don't know how any of that works. It's a mystery. Yeah, it's a mystery. Just like the belly button. Get out of here. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh. You may remember from last week when we were talking about uh, Killdozer Day. Well, on Killdozer Day, people had uh, had subsequently created some some excellent memes, and I thought I would share a couple with you tonight, folks. The first one. This is a, a classic meme. You may remember the film uh, <laughs> Attack of the Clones. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, we've got Anakin Skywalker here in Padme, and Anakin's like, I'm gonna buy a bulldozer. And Padme's like, oh, to make access roads to your shop, right? And then Anakin, <laughs> with a serious look, just continues to stare, and then she says, to make access roads to your shop, right? <laughs> and I bulldoze them all! <laughs> the concrete plant! And their machine shop, and I bulldoze them like animals. Oh, <laughs> and another fun one. There's this uh, time travel one. It's like women trying with a time machine and men with a time machine, and then it's like things. It just like draws attention to like different kinds of character stereotypes for men and women and the women are always like I'm your granddaughter really oh it's so good to meet you oh my gosh time travel's real and then the men are like bro there's a basement in that hardware store <laughs> that was good yeah, back in time to let him know that Mark know that he should be careful around that department store so that he wouldn't fall into the basement and end his rampage. However, yeah, the... All that meme, and I actually, like, lol The dozer itself was breaking down. I think that it had already had enough before he fell into the basement. He let out the white smoke at one point. But what do I know about... about bulldozers or nothing? I don't know anything about it. I don't know anything about anything. I don't want to know anything about anything, Adam. I, won't, I just I just want to stick my head in the ground. Oh, so bad. Uh, I just wish I could forget everything I know. I wish I could forget how to read. <laughs> Does anyone, you, want, you want the blue pill. Does anyone have any hot tips for forgetting how to read? <laughs> <laughs> This is the thing that's been going around. People are just like want to like descend into ignorance of everything in the world, uh, and 
uh, one aspect of this is like just like completely forgetting how to read and abandoning all all connection with with being able to communicate with humanity. Uh, I think I saw another one where it was like, "Can't wait to get dumb, yeah." Anybody have tips? <laughs> <laughs> It's all part of this movement to revern, revern to monkey, <laughs> revert to monkey, <laughs> or for those who don't speak internet, it's return to monkey, but it's, uh, you, you don't spell, you replace the U with a V, and monkey is spelled M-O-N-K-E, revern to monkey, uh, and uh, here is one example of it. Because it goes on different levels. But generally it's like this. Uh, we have somebody who posted and they said, the answer to Fermi's paradox is that all species eventually start arresting anyone using technology that could be used for crime, that destroy all the technology to prevent lawlessness, lawlessness, then go back to subsistence farming. But that wasn't far enough for this guy. He says, farming leads directly to raiders and violence. The only way we will be free of crime is to refer to monkey. <laughs> Which isn't even true. Monkeys uh, and uh, apes are extremely violent. Particularly chimpanzees. They go to war and stuff. Yeah, they, they're territorial and like they'll have, like, yeah, they'll war with each other. And I remember learning that, and I'm like, <laughs> you're just like us. <laughs> and they're not especially opposed to tools and technology. <laughs> Referred to monkey! And we've got a monkey with a Ma Deuce, I believe. <laughs> what is that? I can't even read. Oh my gosh. It's a chimp. He's a little chimpy. And he's got, he's got himself a machine gun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Uh, so this uh, returning to this monkey would uh, still get us like World War II level industrialized warfare. So I don't know. I don't know about any of this stuff. And then further still, apparently, and I didn't know this. We were talking about this earlier, but Kanzi, the chimpanzee, can start fires and cook, making him one of the world's smartest monkeys. Ooh. Not going to get into why a chimp is an ape, not a monkey, but Adam, it's possible. Adam, it's possible. They can they can become we can they can become them. <laughs> we, we, they can learn. They can become the the stewards of the earth and realize how hard it is. We can teach them our ways. Maybe, maybe it's not return to monkey. Maybe it is monkey come to man. <laughs> monkey ascend. Monkey ascend. Yes. Monkey ascend. And that's what I said. If I ever... If this thing takes off and we get the monies, we get a bunch of Patreon supporters, and we get 
and we get all the cash and we're getting multi-million dollar deals with Spotify or whatever. <laughs> Joe Rogan? Yeah, yes. <laughs> we will adopt a tribe of chimps and we will teach them how to war. To arise. <laughs> It'll be super awesome. And then we'll set them loose. Oh, yes. Into the, back into the jungle, and they can conquer all the neighboring tribes. Yes. With create their... a surf, create feudal, <laughs> ape, simian feudalism. Uh, yeah, it could be more like a, a martial society, like the Spartans. And then what they would do is they would enslave those that they conquered. I can't remember. I think they were called helots. And, uh, I don't know. Spartan culture is very interesting to me. Yeah. Really they have the... They were, like, completely funded by their slaves. And then, uh, what the deal? Like, they're... In order to become a soldier, you had to kill one of your slaves, but it, or steal something. I can't remember. If you got caught or busted, the slaves had the right to kill you. Because you were a disgrace to the Spartan city stayers. Yeah, I don't know. The, most of their population, it was like, like ten to one Spartans to their like enslaved peoples. Yeah, and it was like other city states. Yeah, and so they they had these slaves that they had, because they were beating them up. Uh, uh, then apparently, because I always wondered, uh, Sparta wasn't never captured and conquered. During Alexander's conquest, because it wasn't worth it, there just wasn't anything down there. It was just like a backwater nonsense, because they had been Sparta had been so ravaged by the Peloponnesian Wars and the infighting that followed and stuff that all of their helots had been freed and removed from them, and so they didn't. Their culture basically collapsed without that sustaining. Uh, Sustaining thing. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. All I know is uh, I watched the movie based off the graphic novel, and then I did. I think it was that that year after that movie came out. Uh, we had um, had a professor who taught, who was like a specialist. He had his doctorate in like the ancient Near East culture. And so he, like, knew intimately, he did a lot of work with, like, Greek culture and stuff. And so even, like, my intro to Western Civ class, he was like, okay, here's where the movie got it wrong. But <laughs> here's where they got it right. <laughs> <laughs> or here's why the movie said this. You know, it was pretty cool. But not just making fire. Not just learning how to use tools, but Ooh. monkeys can actually do some quite advanced things. And here we have straight from dudes posting their W's, we have the story of the baboon in 1880. Worked as a signal man for nine years on a South African railroad. He was painted brandy and never made a mistake. That's right, you heard that correctly. He worked as a switchman. His name was Jack. He was reportedly given an 
an official employment number, and was paid 20 cents a day and half a bottle of beer weekly. Jack passed away in 1890 after developing tuberculosis. Sad. He worked the rails... <laughs> he, like, he died from like a man disease. Yes, yes. He worked the rails for nine years without ever making a mistake. Evidence that perfectionism may be more than just a human condition. And this is him and his signalman mate, who, uh, if you can see here, has two peg legs. And old Jack oh the Baboon working the switches perfectly for nine years. You could outsource your job. Depending on what your job is, you could outsource it to a monkey. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. We need to have the monkeys arise, Adam. For too long, then, we've been leaving yes. them behind. And then give them our labor. We can bring them up into society. And then give them our labor. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, well, it's not like they're human, so I guess the slavery's not wrong. Not slavery, it's a piece of property. This guy Your owned a wage. Cattle. Jack was paid. And he was paid He was work. paid. You'd have to, like, look to see what the wages were, like, the average wages or the standard wages and stuff. Oh, the, Gosh, the, monkey, the monkey man wage gap. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, I was just thinking, like, you could be paid in brandy and beer. <laughs> it's a, it's a good deal. A monkey only makes ten cents for every dollar a man makes. It's just not right. <laughs> Today is equal ape man day wage. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, you can do so much. I like I said, we believe in my. It's just not right. It's just not right. All the Neanderthals died out. We need a human-like, uh, you know, counterpart that we can enlist to assist our civilization. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, people talk about robots all the time, building cyborgs and stuff like this, and I'm just like, "Hey, I don't trust machines." So no, I don't. They're terrible. I don't think a machine could have functioned perfectly for nine years working a switch. A baboon no. is more reliable than some sort of artificial intelligence, at least at this point. So yeah. yeah. Can a, can a machine rip your face off? I mean... Probably. Well, maybe. Probably <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, I made this machine. Oh, what does it do? Rip your face just off. Just a face ripper. Just use, use <laughs> your face it's like, why would you need to use that? <laughs> it captures it's... their horror. Their last we just... moments. We, we just built it to see if we could do it. <laughs> it's the Ice Nine of face-ripping machines. <laughs> That's a Kurt Vonnegut reference for those of you guys who aren't, uh, you know, as enlightened as me. <laughs> <laughs> you got your own handkerchief, too? <laughs> oh, my legs! Oh. <laughs> Coughing up your TV stuff? <laughs> I'm a, it's going out like Jack. Lung tissue. Of course. Oh, yuck. 
But I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I could blame people for wanting to return to Monkey, uh, given the way in the state of the world. Hey, you might have heard this, but uh, you remember, like, back before uh, homosexuality was accepted in society, <laughs> and, <laughs> and and young boys would be mocked and mock their friends for being gay and acting gay because they're like showing emotions or being good friends with another man you know hugging your friends and stuff like this wasn't cool to do because it's gay man it is and then you come back it's like just because i hug you man i can show emotions i can feel these are my brothers and we can hug and it's fine right this is sort of the response there's yeah I don't know that's that's a lot to unpack because then it's uh, yeah go ahead I, I do remember that yes I was in high school once yeah so so you understand the thing I'm talking about I, I I do understand the thing you're talking about do you understand the other part where it's like there was pushback then against that those things aren't gay you could be fr- close friends with another man. And it doesn't mean you it's two funny. are, are it's homosexuals. Like homosexual lovers. <laughs> Adam, that's exactly my point. Apparently, oh, it's gay again. <laughs> it's, uh, you're driving me insane here. Happy this Pride is... Month! Oh, jeez. <laughs> And this Twitter user is uh, declaring a happy Pride Month to best friends, Frog and Toad. <laughs> Why? Why? See, you can't be good friends with another man without it being gay. Adam, these guys, they're clearly homosexual lovers. Bert and Ernie, they can't just be good friends anymore. They've got to be a gay couple that lives together in separate twin beds. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Hey, kids. <laughs> These guys have intimate relationships with each other. You should know that. So you're, saying, so you're saying if I've got a friend who's a boy, it means I'm gay? Yeah, I guess. Whatever, man. It's cool. What, do you think there's something wrong with that? Is that what you're trying to say, Adam? You're trying to say there's something wrong with being gay? I'm just so confused as to what the name of the... There was this interesting meme that associated with it. The old butterfly. Men standing within 50 feet of each other. Twitter. Is this gay? (laughs) Yeah, people say that a lot with like the... uh, With Frodo and Sam, too. Well, I don't know. They had to just be like male friendship it, it could be but they had a look in their eye yeah, okay. <laughs> it was the same deal right uh yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what it is but it's the same it's like that same thing from the 90s where men aren't allowed to have close male friends uh you know <laughs> intimate friendships that don't involve sexual relations because that's not a thing that can happen. They have to be gay now. And I'm like, that's weird. But it's like weird on the other side. Because now it's like... 
Instead of it being like, oh, you're gay, that's bad. It's like, no, nah, you're, you're gay, and gay is a good thing to be, and so that's what you are now. You're gay, but gay is good. Everything's gay. <laughs> that reminds me of the stupid Team America. <laughs> I've never seen <laughs> that. They, oh my gosh. They did a, they had a, a what was it called? Lease? I can't remember. They did a play on the musical Rent. And they had like their whole song was called Everyone Has AIDS. And like they're all singing it and like proud of it and stuff. And it's, um, yeah. Your whole like everyone's gay thing. You just reminds me of that. Well, I mean, I don't know. That's what it is. It's like Adam and Zach, they seem like close friends, but is it more? Didn't you get pushed back on that? You had a you had a story of like futuristic space warriors. Um, you got yes, rejected they because they wanted them to be gay. Right. <laughs> no, it, well, you know, it was the thing. It's like uh, they were uh, posted together. They were like partners, as like kind of like space cops, space marines, or whatever. And they were assigned to to do a patrol, and it was like they. You know, one does things by the books and one does things by his gut type deal, you know? So, like, you have one doing stuff by the rule book and the other one's a little bit more gung-ho. And, like, they didn't like each other. And, like, by the end of the thing, they had to rely on each other. And so, at the end, they're like, oh, yeah, you're my brother-in-arms type deal. And Gavin Jackson it's like, could have explored more. <laughs> it's like the more emotional connection between the two of them. Because you could tell there was an emotional connection between the two of them. Like, I don't know how you... They hate each other in the beginning. And then, like, at the end, they're, like, saving each other's lives. And, like, I think one was even, like... Like, I want to say cradled their head or something. I don't even know. It's just like, a, oh, my gosh, they're blessed to be alive type deal. And the rejection involved like some sort of like intimate dis like into like romantic intimate display and i'm like oh man that's not what the story is that's not what the story is yeah see they were two men who had an intimate friendship and grew emotionally close so they're gay <laughs> that's the way this works nowadays <laughs> what 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 you crying over just, there with oh your God. friend who about died in war? What are you I was saying, the one, the one, like, passed out from, like, exhaustion or something, so, like, even if, like, you wouldn't even do... Ugh. Yeah, he used his stims too much. And, like, yeah. sent him into a seizure or something. Correct, yes. So even if... This is, like, it's not a thing. Didn't do that, didn't hint for it. Nothing. It was there, just like Sam and Frodo, you could tell it. Between the lines, Adam. Between between the in the curing between the letters of the words you typed. They're gonna tell me how write my <laughs> how my story's supposed to be. Uh, well, why not? I forgot about that. I had I had repressed that, Zachary. <laughs> Don't worry. I'll always bring them back. I'll always I, bring back your when I when I memory. when I flushed it out into a full length novel. With those characters, I'll be like, it was rejected because they're gay. 
Well, hopefully you'll <laughs> but fix. They're not. Hopefully you'll fix that oversight in the full length novel. And I want some graphic intercourse scenes between these two. <laughs> you know, it's like it's like I don't know. It's a weird thing too, because like, oh, you gonna <laughs> I want to see some of that stuff. I'm like, why would you even include that? I don't know. There's weird things. They're like, and it's just like. You have to have a, a quick aside for the romantic interlude. Maybe it's like they get pinned down someplace overnight. <laughs> really a missed opportunity for Angley to... to... <laughs> should have fixed... Should have... Should have... Should have fixed it and sent it back. <laughs> yes! It was a missed opportunity to really... <laughs> Launch into some hardcore homosexual intercourse right there in the middle of your short story. It's like written by a 12 year old or whatever. Dude, I don't know. I don't understand it. No. But, uh, I, I do understand that it's important. It's important that when. <laughs> I started. <laughs> oh, it started. <laughs> Go ahead. Just um, excuse me. <laughs> what? What? No, no, no. This could be gold. What do you got? <laughs> I started thinking about that stupid Joe Rogan post. Did you read? Did you look at the Instagram yes. that I sent yes. you? Yes, I did. <laughs> Do not come, <laughs> Adam. Oh, it's so bad. Yeah, it really is. Both sides of it. Both sides. <laughs> I don't know. It's just ban politicians from saying some stuff. Probably. Just, anyway, sorry. Continue. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, Adam. But what I do know is. Who's that at this part? Uh, it's never gonna happen. <laughs> Is that we need? We need to have faith. We need to have faith in the science, Adam. And and those those uh, white coats out there who dictate the science. And to question them is to question all of science. Why, why do you do this to me? <laughs> from, from our primary priest overseeing the coronavirus, <laughs> Anthony Fauci himself. A lot of what you're seeing as attacks on me, quite frankly, are attacks on science. Because all of the things I've spoken about from the very beginning have been fundamentally based on science. An attack on me is an attack on the idea of science itself. I am Dr. Anthony Fauci and a scientist and not a priest. <laughs> no, thank you for the clarification, Dr. Anthony Fauci there, because it's, it's awful. It sounds awful priest-like of you. We can't question you at all. 
Is that a principle of science, Adam? Number one rule you learn in any science class, you can never question the science. Number one rule, if you question the science, then it's not science. You're attacking science. That's what that means. <laughs> what What is the hypothesis? Science, no, that and a science is not susceptible to being questioned or denied. This is what science is. That's what this, it is today. This You're is the right. Fundamental doctrine of science. That is exactly right today. Uh, let's see. I think this was <clears throat> quote tweeted by someone. Oh yes, oh, uh, John Gabriel here, uh, who took a break from posting fleets of that guy <laughs> himself. Is it himself? Is he, like, himself. is he putting himself in movies? Is that what's going on with that? He puts. He does. He, he does that to annoy people. I think. It's, it's just weird. So good. It is weird. So it's like, I'm not gonna follow you anymore. And he just responded with a, you know, quote with him in a movie. <laughs> well, Johnny replies in quotes. He's like, and the science became flesh and dwelt among us. But Absolutely. is 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 Doctor Anthony the science made flesh? Or, or is Dr. Anthony just one who, who's, who's, who's the real messiah of science is sandals? He's not worthy to untie. Is he the no. John the Baptist of science? Will one greater than no. he arise? Who would be greater than he? I don't know. Hard to say. Uh, but John apparently got into a fight with somebody on Twitter. <laughs> A guy named Craig Good and Vaccinated. <laughs> okay. Replied, Did he's you? right. <laughs> what? <laughs> and he's showing that he doesn't take the attacks personally, so what's your excuse? And John's like, my excuse for what? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> For artlessly implying that he's self-aggrandizing. Or what exactly was the point of your tweet? And then this guy's just like, I don't know. And he's like, why would anyone think it was self-aggrandizing to say that attacks on me are an attack on science? And then he's got a Batman gif that says, holy weird riddles, Batman. I just can't puzzle that one out. <laughs> Let's see if chat can figure it out. Oh, no one's in chat. Let's see if anybody in the comments can puzzle this out. Uh, why would anyone think it would be self-aggrandizing to say something like, an attack on me is an attack on all of science. I just can't pick it, pick it up. Can't put the pieces together, my man. Ridiculous. It's, it's a riddle that I can't be unrattled. Uh, you may remember last week where we had uh, touched on the fact that Killdozer Day also coincides with uh, Tiananmen Square uh, Revolt and uh, Tank Man Day. And I had mm. always thought that Tank Man got ran over by those tanks. But apparently they don't know really what happened to him. But uh, I believe you had sent me this and it is <coughs> the panoramic wide shot view 
of the Tank Man scene. And yeah, it was like I knew whole... he didn't get ran over by the tank, but you know, it's one of those things where I think he got disappeared later. I don't know. I thought he just got ran down. Like the tank driver was just like, okay, don't, don't, don't. We just got done massacring those students at the square. One more, one more for the road. But anyway, you can see, like, it wasn't just like, you can see it's like cut off here or whatever, and you see these four tanks. It's like, ah, oh, it's just like four tanks or whatever, but it's like, no, it's an entire column of tanks stretching back into the square. Like a whole, you know, battalion of uh, Red Army folk coming right at him. And he stands there with his bag of groceries, defiant to the last. Yeah pretty cool you know it's it's hard to have any kind of admiration for authoritarian states when you see stuff like this you think about the lone individual standing up to them but at the same time i don't really care for people who are fans of (laughs) k-pop kim jong-un calls k-pop a vicious cancer and threatens anyone caught listening to it with 15 years in a labor camp. Let's just hope Kim doesn't get hold of the mind person technology. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I've heard that's a lot of uh, catchy tunes and stuff. I don't know. I've never listened to uh, an actual K-pop. I don't, know. I don't know anything about K-pop. I don't know anything about it other than... There are people on Twitter who use K- K-pop celebrities as their Twitter avatars. Yeah. And there's like completely unhinged individuals. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, they're like the worst. Yeah. It's like, I don't It's you, like... You think like furry or anime avatar is bad? K-pop <laughs> avatar is the worst. It's difficult. It's difficult to know because it's usually like those are... It. You have anime avatars. You have... Uh, fursonas and you have K-pop avatars and it's like who's the most unhinged here I don't know they can have a contest I'd like someone to do a survey like like a qualitative analysis like a thousand uh, you know Twitter user sample and and then like how many unhinged tweets per hundred tweets for individuals in each of those categories. Yeah. We can actually get a yeah. definitive answer on this. You can commission that study when you win the lottery. Oh, when I win the lottery. There's so many things to do when I win the lottery, Adam. <laughs> Endless pits to the <laughs> beneath the earth. Many evil castles and golden thrones. <laughs> and a race of uplifted chimpanzees. Add to it, getting to the bottom of who's the most insane Twitter user. <laughs> it's like, which one of these is not like the other? <laughs> uh, I'd have a lot to do if I won that lottery, I tell you what. But <laughs> It's like, oh, what are you, you going to go to Disney World? It's like, oh, oh, oh let's get to work. <laughs> oh. All right, folks, and to wrap up our evening, we have our ice cold fact of the week comes to you straight from ice t's twitter feed ice cold fact racism 
in a racist society. It's not enough to be non-racist. We must be anti-racist. Ice cold fact. Coming to you straight from Ice T's Twitter feed. And I don't know what anti-racism means. And so I thought, it was the only ice cold fact this whole week. So I thought about just skipping it, but then I couldn't. And I thought, well, whatever. Maybe we could talk about that. Anti-racism, I don't know what it means. Adam, are you an anti-racist? Because I am. I am am against racism. That's what... I think, if I understand the orthodoxy correct, you have to actually, like, do certain things in order to be anti-racist. Like what? You can't just say that. I think you can. I just did it. Adam, I am anti-racist. No, 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 no. I don't think that's right. Uh, Anti-against, anti-against racism. You covered that in one of last year's episodes. No, no. I'm pretty sure that you just have to say that you're against racism, and that means that you're anti-racist. Anti means against. You can't just not engage in child abuse. You have to be anti-child abuse. Yeah. 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 Oh, wait, wait, wait. We got, we, got a, we got a comment to end out the review. It says, oh, oh, it says, I'll let you borrow my How to Be an Anti-Racist book. There's a book on how to be against something? I can't wait to read it. <laughs> Maybe I'll do a quick review here <laughs> on the show next week. Uh, all right, folks. Well, that's our show for tonight. We really hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, smash that like button and subscribe to the channel so you can get updates on all of our content by ringing that bell. Ding, ding. You can also follow us on Twitter. Our Twitter handles are conveniently located below our names. Triggered Media's Twitter handle located there in the middle. Uh, if you would like to share this content with all of your friends who you know will love it, you should do that. Share the content. Engage the content. Feed the algorithm. Alright, folks. That's the show for this week. And we will see you... Wait. Hold on, I forgot. Adam, did you have anything you'd like to add? Here at the end I, do of the show? I do not. I do not. Uh, not the plug in this week. Oh, excellent, excellent. All right, folks. Well, you have a good weekend, and we will see you next week on Triggered. Good night.